Greetings, everybody. Welcome in to Mining Stock Daily once again. We've got a corporate update from Ridgeline Minerals. They trade on the Venture Exchange with RDG and on the OTCQB with RDGMF. Happy to welcome in Chad Peter, CEO of the company. Hey, Chad, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me, bud. Uh, you have added on to your exploration claims at the Big Blue project. Big Blue uh, is a uh, basically 100% explored, operated, uh, licensed under Ridgeline Minerals. Uh, you're adding to this, uh, totaling now over 10,000 acres or 41 square kilometers of Big Blue. What are you seeing here to make you want to go add to this already big package you've you've, you've, you've you know, yeah what's going it's on little, it's pretty big right it's, yeah it's pretty big <laughs> well um i mean porphyries are as big as they get right as far as targets you know as targets go i mean there's nothing bigger than trying to find a porphyry and so you want to make sure you have the land secured ahead of time um <clears throat> what we've been able to do is you know we acquired the original core land package around the old delker mine and then extended that out towards uh our neighbors, Raina Silver, with their Medicine Springs CRD. At that time, we originally felt that we had, you know, a real, the main structural corridor that connected the two projects. Now what we've been able to do is we actually announced on the 24th of August, we announced that we acquired for free a really large data set, kind of a regional data set that covered Big Blue and kind of the surrounding area. And what that highlighted was some really exciting geophysical anomalies, right? Both magnetics, gravity, um, that showed that the potential porphyry source that we've been hype, you know, kind of theorizing is somewhere out in the valley, um, is was just directly northwest of the mine, uh, the old Delker mine. So that ground was open. We used that information to stake that ground, added it to the land package. We now have what we consider the full spectrum of porphyry all the way to CRD targets on the project. And and I think we've got it to a point where it's a very exciting um expiration conceptual expiration play at this point uh you did add those graphics into the news release here of both the magnetics and the residual gravity uh chad these conversations always love to ask you like can you be simple with us because most of us are not geophysicists so what are we looking at in <laughs> what are we looking at in these two graphs uh, in these two images well, I'm good at simple, so um, for better or worse. Um, so really what, what I think got us excited originally is, you know, you can get 10 geophysicists in a room and you're going to get 10 different interpretations of that data, right? So it is by far, you know, definitive that there's a porphyry sitting there. But what we really like is we see a really, really responsive mag high, right, which suggests, you know, you could have a porphyry or a big intrusive body sitting down at depth. We also know for a fact that the Delker mine has a very similar intensity mag high directly beneath it. And we know that there is, um, you know, felsic intrusions plumbing up into that mine. So there are similarities between that deep um, new kind of anomaly that we just staked um, and the much bigger anomaly that we think might be the actual porphyry core. And mm-hmm. then what we see at Delker shows a similar response, albeit a little bit smaller, right? It's a kilometer long by a kilometer wide whereas the one that we just staked is multi-kilometers in scale. So we see a similar anomaly in both, um, which suggests, okay, these things could be related. Um, and then the gravity overlying as well shows uh, kind of coincident anomalies, if you want to call it that. So the gravity is more of a measure of density, so just how dense the rock is. So you're seeing contrast between what, in the same shape as that mag high, you see a circular um, gravity high as well, which could suggest, okay, you're seeing something that is a little denser, sitting in the middle of that gravity high, which again, could be that porphyry source. So um, we like what we see, we're seeing, um, you know, you layer that geophysical data, and you're still seeing that that kind of bullseye 
um, right mm-hmm. there. So it was a no brainer to stake the ground cost us nothing, but, uh, time and the, the staking fees. So, um, I think it's a big win for us. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, this is not just staking. I mean, Delker does have historic data on, uh, and, but yeah. no modern exploration yeah. work. I mean, we're talking historic data. We're talking early 1900s. In fact, you, you made sure you add this in the news release. That mine produced uh, just over 94,000 pounds of copper at an average grade of 6.2% copper just in those two years. So in two years, that's pretty, yeah. that's, that, that's pretty good grade and a lot of copper. But, but okay, so nothing's really been done on this land package since. Yeah, no, that's the thing that really got us excited. I mean, I think something we've done well as a company is we've done a good job of identifying, um, call it historic opportunities, areas that historically were owned by the Newmonts, the Barracks, the Kinrosses of the world, whether it be our Swift or our Carlin East projects, which are now in Nevada Goldmine's hands. We've done a good job of, of I think, kind of seeing through some of the old work that was done, which a lot of times wasn't focused on on, find, on going after what we are, right? So for example, um, our, we believe that, you know, Newmont back in the day was probably looking for a big, huge open pit copper deposit. And that is not what this is. It's buried under the, it's under the shallow, you know, seven, 800 feet of gravels in the valley, right? So whatever was plumbing all that copper up into the Delker mine, it is not easily accessible. You're not going to open pit it. So things like that, you know, that wouldn't be of interest to some of these big guys that were looking at it in the previously. So we can use that data, kind of see through and, and kind of take away some of that bias. And we've been able to, I think, to do a good job of developing kind of good conceptual models that are of interest to big companies. So um, we're doing the same thing here at Big Blue. Uh, the only difference here is I really like this project. Our team loves this project. And um, so far, we're planning on exploring this ourselves. So we'll see where mm-hmm. it goes. I, I mean, you, you run a tight ship as a company. It's not a big company, a few full-time employees, but this is a land, huge land package, Chad. Uh, it's much yeah. bigger than your flagship, Selena. So how do you balance this out with uh, the number of boots you actually have there? Well, the one thing that we have going for us is this data package. So usually it takes, you know, almost a full field season, you know, to reacquire the data set that we got for free. It's about two million bucks, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to spend that money now. We don't have any work commitments. We don't have any lease payments on this project. We only have to support the BLM claim fees. So this project is actually um, one of our lowest cost projects in the portfolio um, at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Um, and um, because we have this data set, we can be a lot more aggressive and we don't have to do spend a lot of that very time-consuming boots-on-the-ground work. So we're going to let Raina Silver keep drilling on their side of the project. They're actually drilling right now um, – in between uh, the Golden Golden Pipe Mine, which is an old silver lead zinc mine that's directly on trend of the Delker Mine. They're about six kilometers apart. They're drilling on their side of the project right now. We're excited to see what they come up with. You know, we can, I think, add a lot of value by taking what they, you know, they'd always do a good job of showing the geology on their sections, their work. We'll take that. We'll apply it to the big blue model. Hopefully it makes us that much more effective in targeting and We'd have to raise more cash to drill it next year, but there's not a lot of, you know, small team, like you said, we don't have to put a lot of time or money into making this a drill ready target. Yeah. So what, what's next here at Big Blue? What's going on? What's going to happen? What are we going to see? I think we're going to see news out of Raina Silver, which is obviously an indirect thing. We're not doing anything right, but I want to see what they drill. Um, And um, we're going to keep on building out the model. We have some pretty, you know, we can't, there's, you know, thousands of data points we got in that data set. I can't put every single one of them into a press release. So we're building out the <laughs> geologic model. There will be more updates. Um, we're going to be reprocessing all of our geophysics. That's a relatively low cost 
um, thing that we can do that we have a group we really like out of Canada that'll reprocess that data for us with a bit more of a pore-free slant to it. They can actually kind of modify their geophysical processing to kind of lean towards a pore-free model. So we'll do a few things like that, refine the model, and, and I hope that next year we're drilling this thing in the spring. Okay, that'd be great. Uh, quick yeah. update from Selena. Uh, drilling is ongoing. It sounds like there have been some challenges there. Just, just in return yeah, of equipment. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, the rock. The rock's been cooperating just fine, but we've um, we have had some uh, mechanical delays, which just slowed us down. I mean, it's kind of you ask any company, you know, it happens, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, drilling's going well when we are drilling. Um, rigs back up and running now, and and uh, fingers crossed um, is running well. So I'm hoping to have the program done early October, and we'll have results trickling out in September, all the way through into November, probably. Okay, very good. Uh, Chad, we will see you next week. Uh, safe travels to you. Thanks so much for the op- update. And uh, uh, Big Blue, you're going to have your hands full. It's gonna, that's a big project. So, <laughs> Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what comes from it, but we're excited. So, All right. All right. All right, everybody, that's your update from Ridgeline Minerals. Again, trading on the Venture Exchange with RDG. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.